0: Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with a listener question episode, Accumulated 7. I just group them together, and hopefully you'll enjoy some of the questions. I don't even enjoy all the questions, but I think they're worth responding to in, in pretty much every case. There's something for everybody and everybody doesn't like everything but that's okay. First of all, thanks sponsors, Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Hank's and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. First question from Chris D'Arty mentioning the episode the box battle that I had with the Tops' Archives versus their Heritage Miners. <laughs> He was commenting that Heritage Miners, he really liked the fact that now you're getting two autographs per box, because before that it was only one, and he loves to get them signed at the minor league games. That begs the question, one of the things about these uh, minor league cards like that, when you get a bunch of cards, and 99% of them are not autographed, but they're autographable more easily if you live you know, near where the minor league uh, parks are. You can actually get non-certified autographs, but you can get those cards autographed. And generally, the minor leaguers are more available for signing them. And uh, signing, that's what would you pay? Now, you've got to get it authenticated in many cases, but that puts a control on the value of an autograph card. You're going to get it certified. Certified is for sure in that sense, but an authenticated autograph is, is good too. Second question from ASMR people commenting about the Fanatics purchase of Tops and really lamenting the bad news for Panini. i, I don't think that it is great news for Panini in one sense, but I I really have talked about some of the ways that there could be a silver lining for Panini. Uh, Topps probably was the better buy for Fanatics. So Panini will be on their own. And I really like the idea of Fanatics for antitrust reasons, allowing Panini to just do their thing. If they still do sets, especially without logos, Fanatics could just very much coexist and not be impacted. And Panini, could maintain a really excellent business as they have a very strong creative team. Uh, The the question comes up, if Fanatics were to open up their LID stores for selling cards, would they sell singles or boxes? I think they would sell boxes, uh, unopened boxes. But would they sell Panini boxes? (laughs) I think they would. If they're a retailer, they would sell... Uh, anything that's going to sell, that would be an interesting dilemma for fanatics. Again, it's not great to be a monopoly if it's a chill. Well, monopolies many times do not make the market bigger. Duopolies, where there's competition, the Coke and Pepsi, as I've said. Uh, third one from Beansball blog, uh, my friend Ken, he really was talking about the John Madden tribute. And I got a number of comments, but he was saying Madden has so many claims to fame, but he basically was an amazing coach with a great record. And he quit because of burnout, not because he was uh, having problems or anything like that, but it's it's he was a very intense guy. And also it wasn't about fear of flying apparently as much as it was claustrophobia. There'd been a college plane crash from his undergraduate days that was fatal to some friends or teammates, but it was more the claustrophobia of being stuck in an enclosed place. And so if you're riding along in a Madden Cruiser and you get uh, anxious, you could you could just pull over and stretch your legs. You can't do that in a plane. Next question from ASMR people. Again, another frequent commenter commenting about It'd be nice to see some videos with me in front of my card, acknowledging the videos, there's more work, production uh, and all that, but and it would increase exposure. It probably would increase exposure, but my feeling is, and the way I'm approaching it now, if you go to YouTube or uh, my podcast website, there are some videos there about the wall, but they're really showing the cards. I, I don't think I'm the interesting person <laughs> in the video. I think the cards are. I'm up to about eight videos of the different wall panels, and uh, the focus and the attention will be on the cards. And I'm telling you a little bit about the card, where I got them in some cases, uh, why I have them, or why why I may not always have them in some cases. I agree, I have to do that with video, but I'm trying to keep it simple, trying to eliminate the need for a bunch of edit, because I know myself, if there's too much friction, too much production hassle, I won't get around to it. So this is a way to just set up a camera, stack up the cards, and uh, tell some stories. So thank you very much for that. Daniel Busby, next comment, again, about, it was in general, he, uh, he wants me to go longer. He acknowledges that 10 or 15 minutes seems to be reasonable, but he'd like for me to go longer. And I just have said, just like in the old Price Guy days. If I'm getting balanced criticism that some people say you're too long and some people say you're too short, then maybe that's about right. I get a lot more people affirming me that they like the fact that I don't go beyond uh, 15 minutes. 10, 12, 15 minutes, if I'm interviewing somebody and it goes longer, uh, a lot of times I'll break it up into two. Uh, I I do want to get good content out there, but I want to tighten it up to where on a daily basis, you, so, so Daniel, I'm sorry, I'm going to stay with 15 minutes. But again, I do appreciate your uh, comments and concerns. and my uh, desire is to not necessarily go longer per episode, but to make sure I'm covering stuff if there's 30 minutes worth of content rather than give I, I'm going to make it into 215. so I don't want to leave stuff on the cutting floor in the interest of, of keeping it uh, short. Another one from Ken Kinsley. This is about Ken. This is from uh, Stories in Cardboard. And uh, there were several comments about this where where Ken's quote that every minute he spends comping cards on eBay is a minute he loses the ability to look at other cards. And just he mentions that's pure gold. I wholeheartedly agree. I I think if you're looking, if it uh, takes you a minute to uh, look up a card, that, that minute has value. And especially if you look up a whole bunch of cards, again, if you're looking up cards that are $100 and up, $1,000 and up, go for it. But if it's, I, I think life's too short. It's, it's, it's. That's why the, the good old days of having a magazine where you can look it up in a few seconds instead of, uh, it doesn't take that long to look up for eBay either, but it's still, I'd rather look at cards that are in front of me than eBay comps that sometimes are, they're not necessarily misleading, but they don't tell the whole story. Lastly, number seven here. This is from, from uh, actually from Ken, who has responded, because I've had him on, but he's got a number of of excellent comments talking about the situation with the video. He did watch the video on YouTube of the speed sorting video that I did for Alphabetical. And again, I just can't. uh, I tried to explain it with an audio podcast, but I just had too many questions. So I put it up on uh, YouTube for what I call speed sorting alphabetical. I, I labeled, you know, I give the episodes a number, and since so this is episode 1001, I probably will do a 1,000 of the audio podcasts. And then I started numbering in the thousands for the video podcasts that I will post uh, initially to YouTube, but then they'll be on the website and other places like that. And so he really understands that we did have some similarities in the way we look at cards or or collect, but it's just important that you do it the same way each time. And if you're sorting alphabetical by player, I guess maybe that's, hopefully it's obvious that it's alphabetical by player's last name. Although Ichiro I put in the I's, but Allen Iverson is in the I's. Kobe is in the B's, (laughs) Brian instead of Kobe, but there could be LeBron, could be in the L's instead of the J's. But generally with almost I think Ichiro is probably the only exception. I'm doing alphabetical by player's last name. So what Ken is talking about is what I did as a team sorting. And he mentions that, again, he's being very consistent about this. And if you don't, you're just, you have to think too much if you have a different system each time you do it. So he's sorting a baseball by team. He has two of the sorting trays. Now, the sorting trays that I had, I think had 10 slots, not 16 for the National League and 16 for the American League or a lot of the the leagues now have uh, 30 or 32 teams and there's even divisions and all that stuff. So basically that's a problem. When I was a kid, I did team sorting. I admit that, but that was 16 teams in baseball that you knew uh, like the back of your hand. Again, would you sort by the team nickname or would you sort by the city? City's a problem because you've got teams with more than one team from the city, depending on AL and NL and other kinds of uh, other uh, situations like that. So so I do it by nickname. And I don't do it anymore. Ken, my hat's off to you if you can do that, if you can do that quickly. But it looks like you'd have to do at least a couple of passes. And then you've got a conglomerate lot from that team. And maybe there's a way to sell team lots like that or trade them off but once you get into national league and american league then you got to sort alphabetically by division and again if you do it a lot this is the answer to this if if you do it quite a bit it you can get into muscle memory of unconscious competence you just your mind you're not even have to think you just see the card and see that goes with the Chicago Bears, or this goes with the Chicago Blackhawks, or whatever it would be before you um, move on. But you really need to be dealing with these cards very quickly, or otherwise you're just going to get bogged down. Uh, especially if you're talking about an 800 count box, sorting them, that's different than a Super Monster box. Again, thanks everybody for your questions. Uh, keep them coming at Dr. James Beckett at gmail.com and I will be happy to answer them like I said I've got the videos on YouTube there's a nice place for people to comment there as well as the uh, podcast that uh, is coming out audio uh, every day except Sunday thanks everybody be back again tomorrow with another episode the man in the house the man in the house